0: It's 5 o'clock in pirate country, and it's time to get pumped up with the P-Man. We will, we will rock you. Hit the door and hit the road. Ninety-four-three, The Game is going to get you home, and the P-Man's not holding back. Yes! Yes! Pirates win! Pirates win! Bring on the Patrick Johnson Show on ninety-four-three, The Game. Holy backerel! Oh my goodness! The flagship station of the ECU Pirates.
1: Well, better late than never, the abbreviated Monday edition of the PJ Show. Welcome in, 526. We're taking you to the top of the hour with uh, Inside ECU Athletics with Mike Houston from uh, the Logan's Roadhouse. Tonight, Coach will be uh, previewing the matchup against the Temple Owls on Saturday. He'll also be giving uh, you uh, his uh, thoughts uh, post-mortem following the uh, loss this weekend to Houston at home on senior day. P man here with you. Ben B baby Byram, uh, producing big network star Ben. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. We made it through Here's that the broadcast. Hey ben. I was waiting for the, Hey Ben. Hey Ben. There you go. That <laughs> That's a look. I think coach was firing into some people. I don't know if you wanted him to fire into fire into you.
2: Yeah, no, uh, he's, like he's really upset. He wants me to do push-ups. He's telling me to roll the audio. <laughs> uh,
1: our Chris Cook is somewhere around here, Cookie, uh, doing some production today. Uh, Forrest has been just noted on the uh, network there. Pirates lose it on the hardwood, 79-75. Uh, we'll go ahead and get a break here, uh, and uh, we'll have some uh, the post-game audio from uh, the football game. We'll try to get you some of Mike uh, Schwartz's comments in the post following the loss to Indiana State. We'll find out why the game started so blooming late, so a lot to get to. Uh, ben, uh, we have for our great listeners a Chico's gift card, and if you want to use them, two tickets to see Harry Connick Jr. at the DBAC, the Durham Performing Arts Center. DBAP. Uh He'll be at our DPAC. I'm sorry, DPAC. And those are for Sunday. So if you want to get away from your family and you're going to be in the Triangle area, here's a way for you to get away from them. So we'll take Caller 3, Chico's gift card, tickets to Harry Connick at the DPAC in Durham, beautiful uh, center there, Durham Performing Arts Center. Uh, 252-561-GAME, 252-561-4263. Good holiday song pull here. Love Harry Connick. All right, we'll be back.
0: Well, he sees you when you're sleeping. Anyone hearing this broadcast will communicate with us. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. We are very anxious to know how far the broadcast is reaching. 94.3 The Game. And 94.3thegame.com. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. 94.3 The Game.
1: Top loss for Pirate football over the weekend as East Carolina uh drops a uh, tough decision real puzzling real frustrating decision to houston uh 42 to 3 cougars this is the same team that gave up 77 a couple of weeks ago and they look like world beaters uh they did a good job with ecu's receivers made it tough on holt nailers running game could never really uh, uh get the footing they probably needed in enough time to, to start to mount something and uh pirates uh just uh had a tough time out of the starters blocks in this one, but uh, Houston was hyped and ready to go And Houston. Look, they got some help. They're still kind of in the running for the, for, you know, it's going to take a lot, but they could wind up in the championship game. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's, that could be what could happen. Because uh, UCF got beat by Navy. So that kind of opens a, a door that was just, you know, you know, you shut a door, bin and it's not shut all the way, but you just kind of shut it it's not pulled too. Yeah. I get what that's, you're saying, that's, Yeah, That's what the door was for Houston. Now they've got a little more daylight. They've, they've that UCF loss opened it ever so slightly. All right. Uh, Coach Houston talking about the uh, loss after the game.
3: Well, obviously that's uh, extremely disappointing and not the way, uh, not the way we have played probably since my first year here. And it's not, uh, not the way we're going to play. Um, that one, uh, that's just, uh, you know, our, our, our mental is not where it needed to be at the beginning of the ballgame.
1: Coach Houston on kicking the field goal rather than going for it on fourth down with ECU down 28-zip.
3: Well, I'm trying to get uh, something positive started. I know it was uh, fourth and four from the four. Uh, I talked on the headset and I said, do you want to try to go for it right here? Do you want to get points? And uh, the consensus was we need to kind of get some points and hopefully get some positive going and, and rally our guys. Uh, just uh we were just we were just out of sync so much today offensively
1: these are some of the post game comments from coach Houston. uh he talked about uh the defense not responding well on saturday
3: he's a very talented quarterback um you know we we had some things where you know we made some mistakes and he made us pay uh but you know it was just we just we we put a lot on our defense today and you know we we did not respond well in the second half defensively either
1: Toon, and look, Houston's got uh, great receivers. Toon had been working the ball over the middle of the field a lot. He worked the perimeter in uh, that game Saturday and worked it to great success. Uh, Houston had a really, really solid game plan, did the Cougars on on both sides of the ball. Uh, Mike Houston talking about the Pirates not converting on third down.
3: That's very tough to overcome. And, you know, as as everybody saw, you know, it's. you know, you got to make the plays. I mean, I don't know how many drops we had today, but we dropped a, a lot of passes.
1: A couple more from Coach here. He says uh, he just didn't feel like his team was mentally prepared.
3: I say I just I feel like that, uh, you know, whatever the reason is, you know, coming off of a tough loss at Cincinnati, uh, you know, having some guys that missed some practice time, uh, I, I don't know. But, you know, our, our mentally we were not where we needed to be. And and, uh, and you, you can't cheat the preparation uh, you know, in this game.
1: Coach Houston on his message to the team
3: that uh, that's not us. It's not who not who we have been, not who we're going to be. And, uh, you know, we need to, you know, really reflect. Uh, all of us. Now, obviously, I need to do things better, too. Obviously. Uh, but uh, and, and, and we come back in tomorrow, we need to have made up some decisions about what we want to do. You know, it's, it, it, that game next week going to be a tough game up in yeah. Temple. They are a much improved team. It's on the road. They're hard to, hard to beat at home. We're going to have to have a great week of practice to go up there and have a shot. And, uh, you know, what we do next week will dictate, uh, you know, our destination in the postseason. Sure. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a, this is a tough one to swallow.
1: Holton Aylor is reflecting on his career at ECU. Uh, Obviously still has two more games to play, but uh, the final time he took the uh, home field at Dowdy ficklin I know Holton would have rather had it turned out a different way. Uh, This is what he told the uh, ECU Sports Radio Network afterwards. Uh,
4: It flew by, you know, and at times it seemed like uh, it never was going to end, and uh, at times it seemed like it was flying by, and then so, looking out there one more time, man, I know the game didn't go uh, the way we wanted it to, but, you know, I wouldn't change it for the world. And and those guys in that locker room who, who we changed this program, getting back to bowl to bowl eligibility two years in a row and, you know, getting this team and this program back, you know, being respectable, um, it's been the greatest journey of my life, you know, and uh, it's probably, you know, a lot of times, you know, people have always asked me, um, you know, if I could be anywhere, in the world, where would I be, you know, being in Ficklin Stadium, you know, being quarterback for the Pirates, um, and, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change these last five years for the world, even the losses, man, uh, just the, the brotherhood that I've gained and the brothers that I've, I've gained in there, and then the coaches too, you know, Coach Houston came in here and, uh, you know, sat, came up here and talking, I was sitting right there, it was first, his first meeting in December in the nighttime in 2018, um, and, Probably, I mean, there's people in the room that didn't deserve to, to be in there, didn't deserve to wear purple and gold. Uh, now there's a, full, there's a team full of guys who, who care about this program, who care about winning and, you know, losing hurts. Um, and just, I'm just, just proud to be a Pirate and, and thankful this time I've had here.
1: You know, uh, Ben, you and I were talking during that. I mean, look, uh, Holt Naylor's, we know the, the shoulder, but, I mean, he's really banged up.
2: Well, he's um, even made it a point to make that known in press conferences yeah. here recently. He's, he's not feeling good. We know the shoulder was already banged up. There's probably some other things we don't even know about right now where he's just really, really, really hurting right now.
1: Yeah. And I think for Holton to have said that, like you said, uh, it wasn't an excuse. I just think, you know, he's frustrated with how he's feeling right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, look, nine weeks without that off week was tough. And in some ways, I think it maybe has stymied the momentum that the team had. But, you know, physically, they needed that break, but then you still got guys banged up. It's just that, that having that off week that late in the year. And I understand it's not like the NFL where you can have some uniformity with it. But, you know having that off week this late in the season is is really really tough well you look um, at the
2: offense uh in particular all the stars on the offense are really the standout guys on offense have dealt with an injury at some point this year look at keaton mitchell dealt with multiple uh, concussion protocol issues and other types of injuries rajay harris out for the year um cj johnson had a scare last game holton ayler is obviously dealing with some injuries isaiah foote was playing really well at the beginning of the season, yeah. offensive line now gone. So, yeah, yeah I mean, that, that bye week coming in that late definitely played a factor in this team's health for sure. Um, not looking good in terms of uh, in injury-wise. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's been tough. Uh, ben, we'll save that other cut if you want to use it uh, in your update here. Why don't we get a quick update in, and then we'll uh, grab a uh, break, come back, have some basketball uh, chatter for you, and, uh, of course, driving you to the top of the hour for Inside ECU athletics uh, coach Mike Houston from Logan's Roadhouse here on 94.3 The Game. Right now, here's Ben.
2: Thanks, Patrick. Houston throttled East Carolina on Saturday on Senior Day at Daddy Fickle Stadium, 42 to three. Houston scored the first 28 points of the game. Here's Pirate quarterback Holt Ayers on what went wrong in that ball game against
4: the Cougars. Yeah, that right there, uncharacteristic. Um, so you have a good day. Uh, pretty much, everything that could have went wrong went wrong. Um, it was a tough one. You know, I would have done anything to win that game. Uh, but you know, sometimes one thing about sports is it doesn't care really about anything. You just got to go out there and, and show up. And today may not show up.
2: The Pirates now 6-5, and, and they're 3-4 in the American. The Pirates will close the regular season at Temple on Saturday. Kickoff for that game is set for 1 o'clock. We'll be on the air live at 10 o'clock, three hours before kickoff for that ball game against Temple for a Bushlight Pirate game. Day countdown with Patrick Johnson, the ECU football legend Terrence Copper. Pirate basketball wrapped up action moments ago in the Gulf Coast Showcase, dropping it to Indiana State 79-75 to 75 for their first loss on the season. Javon Small led the way for the Pirates with 27.6 rebounds, 2 assists, but unfortunately it was not enough. Pirates back in action tomorrow at 11 o'clock in the Gulf Coast Showcase against Toledo in Estereo, Florida. ECU women's basketball blows out Charleston Southern to cap its 5-game homestand to start the season. 64-31 Pirates now improved to 4-1 on the season. Danae McNeil getting honored by the conference for the conference's weekly honor roll. Brandon Johnson as well for Pirate Basketball also being honored by the AAC for their weekly honor roll. And EC Volleyball won in four sets over South Florida on Sunday. Congrats to Parrot Academy's football team as they beat JP2 32-29 in the NCISAA aa eight-man state championship game on Friday night. And Jacksonville's boys soccer team came up short in their bid for a Class 3A NCHSAA championship as they lost over the weekend 2-1 to Hickory. That's going to do it for your 94th through the game sports up. State. This 94 3 The Game Sports Update is brought to you by Team Boneyard, an NIL initiative directly supporting pirates and athletes. For more information on how to donate, go to teamboneyard.org. On the other side, more from Patrick Johnson right here on The Patrick Johnson Show.
0: More of The Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. Is on your flagship home of pirate football. 94 3 The Game. Optimum Business. Tweet at us you want to see our tweets that's creeping me out follow us on twitter for breaking sports news and what's going on around the pirate nation we need you guys on twitter twitter it's 943 the game on twitter the forever and both uh,
1: no can the pirates on the hardwood, drop a uh, tough decision today to Indiana State, seventy-nine, seventy-five, trailed by as many as sixteen. Uh, the game was originally supposed to tip at one thirty, if I'm not mistaken, right, Ben? One thirty, but one thirty uh, was the
2: original tip-off, yes. Right,
1: but um, you know, sometimes that's in, in a flow because I guess this is an eight-team event, so there were, you know, kind of two afternoon or, or morning sessions, and then of the second session so if you're ever playing the back half of a game in one of those sessions you always know that that's a floating time it might say 130 but you might start at 145 or you know 150 or, or something like that that kind of happens in the conference tournament season did the game in front of this one go to like Eight overtimes or something?
2: No, it didn't go very late. Um, I feel like once the time, about the time it wrapped up, there would have been enough time for the parts and um, for Indiana State to get on the court and get ready for their ball game, and there was enough so, time in between.
1: Let me ask you this. What happened?
2: Okay, so uh, <laughs> Michael Perry on the broadcast said that – The great
1: coach Perry, Michael Perry,
2: yes. Uh, according to him, uh, they were getting in the arena – um, maybe about an hour before they were originally scheduled to go on, and Indiana State yeah. was just getting off the bus and heading straight to the hotel. So he had a, he had a hunchling that uh, something was going to go wrong here. We weren't going to start on time. And then Jeff oh, Charles –
1: wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Back that up. You said Indiana State was just getting to the hotel?
2: Yeah, I don't know if that's, like, near the arena or something, but he said something along the lines of, like, they were just – they had just got there, and then they were getting into the hotel and changing, or whatnot, or doing whatever they needed to do. <laughs> okay. So yeah.
1: Well, they fly in today. Jeez. Yeah, okay. I,
2: I guess they got in late, um, and then Jeff Charles <laughs> was getting ready, to, you know, trying to find everybody and getting ready for the show, and you know, trying to catch up with Coach. Couldn't find the players. Couldn't find Coach. The parts were nowhere to be found. So I don't know what exactly was the issue there on hmm. ECU side. But well, EC now, did was the other game start?
1: Found. The other game started on time because it was supposed to start at eleven this morning. Toledo and. Who beat Toledo? Holy Toledo! Who Kansas beat them?
2: City, the Kangaroos. Kansas, yeah, the Ruse.
1: Uh, gosh, there was used to be a guy from ECU, Richardson, that coached them. He played at the ECU. He coached them for a long time. I don't think he's coaching them any uh, longer. Uh but uh, yeah, Ker, uh, Kareem Richardson used to coach them. He sure did. There you yeah. go. Um, hmm. Well, there you go. Yeah. What are what? Did um, they... Big day for Javon Small. Uh, huge first half. He finished with 27 and 6 rebounds. 7 of 11 shooting. Pirates missed 14 free throws today in a 4-point loss. And I know whenever you roll that number out there, I mean, look, they're not going to go 38 for 38. But if you go to the free throw line 38 times, you got to make at least 30 of them. And you make 30 of them today, theoretically, you win by 2.
3: Yeah.
2: S-
1: six more makes, you win by 2 points. And... Uh, it's just, just a tough deal. Um, uh, they did a better job on Indiana state defensively shooting the ball in the second half, got to the foul line, just didn't, I mean, missed 11 second half free throws. That gets a little contagious out rebounded them. I mean, did everything Indiana state uh, kind of an older team took better care of the basketball pirates had too many turnovers. Uh, Johnson BJ, uh, named the, uh, honor roll this week in the American 12 and 13. LeCount had 13, a dozen for a uh, so maybe he's kind of turning the corner, which I think is a good thing. So I talked to Cy Seymour this morning, so I think he's turning the corner. Nice. Uh, all right,
5: this is Coach Swartz uh,
1: on uh, what cost them today's game.
5: Yeah, you know, two, two things we just talked about in the locker room, two things we didn't do, obviously. We didn't make free throws, and, and you can't do anything about it. We can't get that back right now. We didn't make free throws. And on the other side of the ball, we didn't guard the ball. Uh, we got the game in terms of the defensive game plan exactly what we wanted it to take them off the three-point line they made seven threes all game which is something that uh, you know we wanted to do because they are a dynamic shooting team uh, we were able to guard them in the post we knew they would attack us down in the post with that back down dribble uh, we talked about that the one thing we did not do is we did not guard the ball uh, in the center of the floor one on one and that was the honestly emphasis number one on defense and that was the difference in the game free throws and not guarding the ball
1: Coach Swartz on the turnover numbers hurting the Pirates.
5: Yeah, those, those turnovers, you know, you, when you talk about missing free throws and turnovers. It's a lot of possessions that we gave up and, um, you know, we have to be better with that.
1: Uh, elsewhere, the uh, Pirates talked about uh, Coach Swartz talked about playing better uh, on defense will help a lot of the issues.
5: Defensively, we all got to be better, and, and if we're better on defense, guarding the basketball, uh, you know I, I think basketball karma plays out. I think we make more free throws, and I don't think we turn it over as much.
1: Uh, Coach Schwartz also, after the game, talked about uh, the team not getting the job done guarding the basketball.
5: You know, we just didn't get the job done in the first half guarding the basketball. That That's where it hurt us. And then early in the second half, the, their baskets came not guarding the basketball. And I hate to keep hitting a, a broken record. Uh, but it, regardless of who it was, McCauley's a phenomenal player. Gibson's a phenomenal player. Uh, Caleb Stevens, you know, a very versatile center. Cooper Neese, I mean, they got good players. They do. They had five seniors out there starting. And so, you know, guys are going to make plays. You know, you can keep a guy, their leading scorer, to 4 of 13. He's hit six threes in two games this year. He was 2 for 8 this game. Again, it was on our terms. But if you turn the ball over and you miss free throws and you compound it by not guarding the basketball probably on a half a dozen possessions to the level we're supposed to, this is what happens. You're in the locker room and, and, and you've got it in the wrong side of the column, which we did, and, and, and we got our first loss.
1: More uh, from Coach. He talked about Brandon Johnson's performance today.
5: We, we did a couple different things with Brandon. They knew they were switching on ball screens with him. I think they were definitely concerned about his shooting, and they did a great job. He was 0 for 2. He only got two threes off. And sometimes it's not about making shots. When you try and guard shooters, you try and limit the shot attempts that good shooters can get. And they did a great job with Brandon because they were switching. So we went to throwing to get him the ball in the post, and I thought that worked. I thought Luigi did a good job in the post. I thought we were physical posting up and, you know, we were trying to get to the free throw line. I, I kind of thought we might get to the free throw line a little bit more on our post-ups, but it just didn't work out that way.
1: And uh, Coach Schwartz says the starters have to be more solid.
5: We need our starting group to be a lot better. The plus minus says that our bench really was the ones that made the run. Our starters were all negative in the plus minus and where our, where our bench was positive.
1: So there you go. Uh, Pirates will play what time tomorrow, but what's the scheduled time for tomorrow?
2: 11 o'clock, that's the scheduled time. We're the first game tomorrow, so I think we'll be tipping off on time unless people get lost on the way they the in or something. <laughs> I have no idea what the issue all right. was today.
1: Are we going to do something at 10 tomorrow? Or yes,
2: no? we do have a pregame show in store for okay. tomorrow at 10 o'clock, leading okay. you into network coverage at 1030. Gotcha.
1: All right. Well, look at, I'll, I'll see you in the morning maybe, Ben, because
2: I've got good, talk to yeah. the town
1: all week, so that's, awesome. that's a big happening there. Um, we're gonna, we wanted to re-air the, some of the John Gilbert interview we did from the pregame show on, uh, Saturday, obviously with, uh, the the delayed time at the start of the basketball game, that was not going to be, uh, something we could do in our truncated time today. So, uh, we'll, we'll review that maybe, I don't know if we'll pull some cuts from it or something, but I do want to get some of that audio to the folks on mm-hmm. the air. Cause John, uh, talked about a lot of interesting things as he often does when he joins us, on radio. Uh I also think uh we'll have the Houston Huddle for you tomorrow some more from coach Houston. Uh tomorrow here on the Patrick Johnson show. Uh Wednesday right now scheduled to be with us will be Parker Bird. Uh our first chance to talk to him, pirate baseball player following uh the uh the injury that he suffered over the uh summer and uh, his uh rehab back to to being able to, you know, be uh, Someone that uh, is is doing things like taking batting practice. I mean, he, this guy—it's—it's it's amazing what he's doing right now uh, after the amputation of his his leg. It's really some cool stuff. So, uh, Parker Bird, and uh, that—that's going to be Wednesday on our show. Uh, Pirates win tomorrow, Ben. When would they play? Do we know?
2: Oof! You're gonna make me pull out the bracket here. I'm right. gonna
1: make you pull out the bracket here. They—they uh, they have Toledo tomorrow. Uh, again, 11 o'clock start, uh, so a quick turnaround for the Pirates after the four-point loss to the Sycamores today.
2: Okay, so if they beat Toledo, they will when, play. When, Ben, when they beat Toledo. Go yeah, ahead. absolutely, when they beat Toledo. It's going to happen. They'll play Wednesday at one thirty. Okay.
1: They lose, they're back in the 11 game, right? Yes. Okay. So nothing that would interfere with our show this this rest of the week assuming you would think if they could get to the the arena and not get lost right that's right yeah well that'll do it for our show today thanks to uh cookie for his great work thanks to ben b baby byram and we'll be back uh tomorrow for uh more fun and frivolity patrick johnson show we'll have some comments from the ECU uh, football players and from Coach Houston press conference. And we'll have uh, comments uh, from Mike Schwartz post game again for you tomorrow. And uh, the Houston Huddle will be going down tomorrow here on The Patrick Johnson Show. So a lot going on. Looking forward to all of that. Uh, 10 o'clock tomorrow morning will be our uh, coverage time for a Pirate Basketball as they take on the Toledo Rockets inside ECU athletics with coach Mike Houston is coming up next from Logan's Roadhouse stand by for that we'll catch you tomorrow morning on talk of the town and right back here five o'clock tomorrow afternoon on 943 the game of the Patrick Johnson ship
5: you almost